Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm Young Me Mayor. And I'm Brian Park. Brian's wearing a beanie. He is the beanie expert, <laughs> according to the Washington... What? The, the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal. Don't get it twisted. <sighs> Don't get it twisted. Yeah, you can't even read the article because it's behind a paywall. Wow. <laughs> um, <sighs> that's the beauty of life. I went into comedy uh, with the hopes and dreams that... I was going to have my own Netflix special, and instead, I am beanie now expert. the beanie expert. You know what's so funny about things like the Wall Street Journal and like big uh, media companies and stuff? I've been on the Today Show, and I was on like ABC News and stuff. No one, nobody saw that. Like literally <laughs> nobody watches the Today Show, I guess. I like got zero new Instagram followers. <laughs> Meanwhile, like a TikTok goes viral, and people are like, hey, I saw you on TikTok on the street. Right. That's People, well. There's this big disjunction with network, especially network morning shows, where the people who watch that are 80 years old, right? And they're asking you to talk about TikTok, right? And they're like, I don't even know how I turn this television on. Well, I don't. What the fuck is TikTok? Oh my god, they don't <laughs> know how to turn TV on. Yeah. Well, listeners, this week it's just the two of us, and we wanted to check in. It's going to get so real. Post-holiday season. Yeah. We, Let's do we're all it. recovering from our family. I don't even see my family anymore, but I'm sure the <laughs> listeners are recovering. The, however, listeners, little homework item here. Uh-oh. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Just do it now. It's just really easy. now. Give us five stars. Take a screenshot. Post a story of the podcast. But the reviews really help us because it... Uh, it bumps our uh, podcast in the algorithm of Apple iTunes and Spotify. And Please. Yeah, helps we us get this. that good organic reach. Y'all are great for listening and tuning into the podcast, but just this little thing will really help us uh, reach new listeners, which is what Young Me and I want. We want to grow our army of feeling Asian power cringe yeah. listeners. Oh, we should. And um, we said we were going to do merchandise, didn't that's, we? That's in the works. God, we're so lazy. That's in the fucking works. And, uh, oh yeah, live show coming up. Yeah, live show December 17th at Caveat. Listeners, there are basically 20 tickets left. I looked today, they're less than that. Oh no. They're all like, I don't know how they're <laughs> selling out so fast. I feel like we announced it one time. I don't even think we announced it. Yeah. I think that a lot of people come to the show and at the end we announce it and then yeah. they buy it right then is yeah, what I'm yeah. guessing. Well, if you're listening, leave us a review. Give us five stars on iTunes. Come to our show. Come to our show. Please. We need it. <laughs> and our last homework item is Patreon. Uh, Patreon shout outs. If you like our podcast, you can um, donate money on patreon.com slash feeling Asian. And whatever amount you decide to donate, we will shout you out on the show. And we're still trying to figure out what you want because people get, we're like trying to, I don't know, say nice things. People didn't like that. We got some masochists. Yeah. I called someone a slow runner and they were upset about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad runner. Um, I run weird. But yeah, uh, <laughs> let's jump into the shout outs for this week's episode. All right. First shout out, Young Me. It's a special one. Yeah. This is for Mylise L on behalf of Skip. Because it's Mylise's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah I know Mylise too. Queen, really? Yeah, wow. I met, I met Mylise recently, so I'm going to let you guess. Sagittarius, so you know I like this person. Weird runner. Runs weird. <laughs> Runs like weird. like me. 
I have this weird run where my feet kind of kick out. It's like very embarrassing. I rarely do it. Um, oh, man. Uh, uh, you know, you know, she is, is, is this person that she, yes. she pronouns? Okay. Yeah. She, you know, she loves her parents. <laughs> uh, I met Miley's once. Okay. Yeah. On a deep Bushwick rooftop party. Ooh, nice. She's got chaotic vibes similar to you, young me. Really? Yeah. That's my guess is if y'all met at a party, you would really hit it off. Yeah. We'd be like, people are like, where did Miley's and young me go? And then they would like catch us on the, like, the next roof. Like we jumped over there. We're like <laughs> stealing someone's flat screen or something. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, well, in any case, Miley's happy birthday. Happy birthday. And our next shout out goes out to Francis. Francis, I have been getting this vibe that this person is, uh, I see their apartment. It's a psychic vibe. They have mm. a, like those exposed brick, like kind of nice apartment, you know, like in Park Slope. That's like what I'm getting. Yeah. That's my psychic vibe. Yeah, right? yep, 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 yep. I'm getting, where's a tuxedo? I was getting like, like, like fancy yeah. Asian. Tuxedo. Where do you wear a tuxedo? That's the thing. But oh. uh, there's a whole subsect of new york that wears tuxedos and goes to benefits and i like galas. those people i like yeah. those people that know when you are supposed to wear a tuxedo you know what i mean right. they're like oh that's the wrong kind of suit <laughs> meanwhile i'm like I'm <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile I don't, I don't even know i'm serving the drinks i don't like, even know where well, i would buy a tuxedo i don't even know where I, I, the tuxedo. tom ford store i guess the Tom Ford store. No, but I feel like actual tuxedo wearers would shit on Tom. someone who wears a tuxedo from Tom Ford. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's some new money Tuxedos shit. Tuxedos are so weird. <laughs> new money. But Francis, Francis knows what's up. Nice. They know where to get their tuxedos. Next shout out goes out to Rachel Lau. Uh, Rachel Lau is somebody that really just, you know, just really enjoys uh, a nice shoulder rub. Uh, what, are, what, are, what am i doing what is what was that i don't know i that's what i got i got the energy shoulder rub energy. yeah you know like shoulder rub energy you know when you go to like an asian person's house and they have like 19 massagers personal massagers every yeah. asian person i know well i'm feeling like a menace you know how some guys have where's my hug energy oh my god rachel where's lau my, is where's my where's massage my, where's my energy. shoulder massage energy also that's my energy too <laughs> Rachel Lau, you know Rachel Lau when it's at a group hang at Prospect Park, she be asking for those shoulder massages. Massage my hand. <laughs> That's Rachel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next shot goes out to Masami Cookson. Masami Cookson, I'm getting really good breakfast. They Every time they hook up with someone, yeah. they cook the best breakfast. You know what? Brian afterwards. has said this before. What? You've, you've accused people of doing this before, being good at breakfast after hooking up. <laughs> I feel like that, that's like Why? such a fantasy of Brian. All he wants is to hook up with someone <laughs> and they make like a like a triple decker like eggs sandwich from scratch or something. Fuck. Would that be your, what's your idea of a, the best, what kind of breakfast do you think Masami's making? What's your idea of a best breakfast? Wow, this is hitting too close to home. I mean, oh my God. Can we take five minutes? Brian. <laughs> no, really. What's your idea of like the perfect breakfast? Like what would, what, what is your perfect breakfast? This is important. I think the listeners really want to know this. What, what would you think? I'm all about the classics, honestly. What? So like two eggs over easy. Okay. Um, a side of uh, toast and jam. Okay. Two eggs. Okay. And then a small bowl of uh, oats with 
yogurt on top and a blueberry oh and strawberry. Oh my god, Brian. What? I knew it. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, no, I'm just saying like that's you such a it? classic lawful breakfast. Just a regular good old breakfast. What's yours? Egg then? over easy. What's yours? I would then? say, you know, in, in like the American breakfast, what I really love is corned beef hash. Oh, and who gets I those love like, it so good. Like, those are like whoppers. Like you whoppers the candy. You take two bites of it, it's good, and uh -uh. then you're you don't ever finish it. You're you put over it. Tabasco on it. So Tabasco <laughs> is a good hot sauce too, by the way. But like I used to like it so much as a kid that my mom I asked my mom to pack it for lunch Corn for me. Hash. And some kid saw it and said, It looks like throw up, and then I never <laughs> ate it again. <laughs> Damn, I got hate for like having white food. Oh what? Oh my god, corned beef hash. But I think the best breakfast is yeah. um kimchi pokumbap, kimchi fried rice, right? Wow. With the egg on top. I don't like eggs, but in that occasion I will eat eggs. All right, that I'm down for that too. Right, like a Korean. So, oh, With you know, spam on it, or yo, the Filipino oh, breakfast. You know, the Filipino breakfast. You know, it's bomb. Would be some rice, yes. a little bit of spam, yes, some egg, yes, and then a little bit a side of a miyokuk. That's like the Filipino breakfast and miyokuk. Right? Yeah. I don't like miyokuk. I like miyokuk. Miyokuk is seaweed, a Korean seaweed, seaweed soup. soup. All right. Well, thank you for shitting on my breakfast uh, taste, young me. Classic. It's good. Well, on to our last shout out for this episode, Christopher Icasiano. Okay, Christopher, I I'm seeing somebody that's really into cars. Mm. That's my psychic vibe. Big car guy. Yeah, like a sports. Are we, are we thinking? This person owns a sports like, are we car. thinking vintage cars, or are we talking Southern California, Asia, Asian Honda Civic? Oh, I, I was up cars. I was seeing like a vintage, like a fa a nice car. Like this person puts all their money into this one car, and it's amazing. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, Christopher Cassiano. I'm getting refined, refined, tasteful, good taste. Like an good old, style. like a vintage Porsche or something, you know? You know, he'd be... I don't know about cars. Yeah. Vintage Porsche, vintage Levi's, yeah. vintage furniture. Yeah. yeah. Good taste everything. Why are... A I'm Okay, I know this is a stereotype, Brian, and you fall into this category. Okay. Why do you think Asian men dress so well? Uh, Beanie expert, Brian Park? I don't know. A lot of Asians just have a, an appreciation for design and art. Yeah. Passed down from our parents. I think it's a specific thing with Asian men, though. I mean, Asian women, obviously. I mean, but I feel like all women are sort of dressed well. It's either I'm Asians not even in this category because, like, yeah, I know how to put on clothes. But some Asians are, like, extra level. Too, like, way too stylish. Right. Yeah. It goes the... It go, if, it like goes the other way. Like they look too styly. <laughs> <laughs> they look too styly. Um, I have no idea. A lot it, of Asians do be dressing well though. They do be. Um, I have to say though, it's either Asians dress really well or they're like the cookie monster pajama pants wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's either pajamas, like only pajamas. Yeah. At like when you go to like college and like, like you know, like you see those girls like rolling up in their like Honda Civics oh, and they're just sure. wearing pajamas and they have those big keys on that lanyard and they're right, just right. shaking it around. That's right. Asian or just Balenciaga. That's that. There's no middle ground. No middle ground. But the truth is, the Asians who spend their money, who be charging their maxing out their credit cards on Balenciaga and yeah. Bottega Veneta. Yeah. Deep debt. Deep debt. Cookie, cookie monster Asians. Millionaires Millionaire. from yep. software engineering. We know that. <laughs> we know, and they can fight. The Cookie Monster print pajama pant uh, stereotype 
is so accurate. You know when that became a meme? Like the girls in high school eating hot Cheetos and the cookie monster. It's so weirdly accurate, right? I love it. It's so true. I love it. And they always know how to fight. Yeah. That's so true. I don't know whoever came up with that, but. It takes one to know one. I think that must have been you. Yeah. In high school. (laughs) Cookie monster print pajamas. You are currently cookie monster print pajamas. (laughs) Seriously. Standing up for everyone getting bullied. Oh, my God. Well, listeners, thank you for your continued support. And if you'd like to donate to our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash feelingasian. And without further ado, let's get to our episode. Brian, how are you feeling? Listeners, this is our post-Thanksgiving recap episode. And you went back to see your family. I went back to see my family. Mm -hmm. Brought my girlfriend. (gasps) The GF came with me to El Paso, Texas. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Was that a Spanish accent? That was vaguely racist of me. Uh, (laughs) El Paso. Was that Spanish or a robot voice? Uh, Spanish would be El Paso. El Paso, Texas. Nice. Yeah. El Paso, Texas. How was that? How was, well, she's met your parents before. She's met my parents before. It was uh, it was great. It was great. Um, she kept saying how staying with my family for an extended period of time and interacting with my parents, she understands me much better. Mm. Understands me why I am the way I am. Interesting. Yeah, it was a it was a great time. Honestly, it was like it's kind of this weird pressure, some a little bit because yeah. I'm like hosting my girlfriend and showing her where I grew up, but yeah. I straight up just grew up in the suburbs. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's a... <laughs> I just have this <laughs> urge to point out all of the most uninteresting things. Be like, yeah, that's the Applebee's where I had my 11th birthday. <laughs> and it's like, Aww, okay. <laughs> that's so cute, though. Um, I know what you mean. Like, I feel like whenever I go back to my hometown, I'm like, oh my God, that's Wally's. <laughs> and people are like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, they have good burgers. It's like, cool. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, it was it was a great time, and after I left, I was a little. I'm homesick. I get more mm. and more homesick when I leave. My sister. Wow. All of my, I'm the only one left in New York now. Do you think you would ever move back? Feeling Asian. I don't El Paso, know. Texas. I don't know. I don't know. I've talked about this in past episodes before, so I don't want to uh, beat old horse, but um, beat old horse. Is that the phrase? Beat a dead horse. I don't want to be. <laughs> beat an old horse why would you i don't want to beat an old horse um it's a horrible phrase by the way no it's just you know yeah it's my ambition that keeps me in new york not the Mm. amenities because there's alternative life it does suck right i see my family members in el paso living a slow life really happy so much space and meanwhile, I'm getting on this American Airlines flight where I can't even stretch out my legs. And I'm it's like, more room than your apartment. <laughs> I know. <gasps> oh, oh, but the uh, important update. I was, so when I was in El Paso, I went to see a doctor because mm. I kept having anxiety, yeah. stomach problems. Listeners, as you know, I do be having problems with my stomach. There was a whole episode where I almost, I talked about how I almost shat my pants. That was and, th- thrilling. Yeah. Um, Turns out I have IBS, <gasps> irritable bowel syndrome. Is that um so that is that so I I don't really know that much about IBS. That's like related to anxiety or I think it's all connected. Mm. So the doctor is like, okay, you have anxiety can stem from. I it, it, my girlfriend kept telling me this, and I have to just trust her uh-huh. and just listen to her sooner because she's like, yo, it's not normal that anywhere you go, you have to make sure there's a bathroom there because. 
I would just have this urge, like this intense urge to have to use the restroom within like oh, 20 minutes. Wow. Like I can't hold it in. After you eat. Yeah. After I eat, it can just happen all of a sudden. Oh, not even after, just sometimes. Sometimes. Out of nowhere. So anywhere I go would go, mm. I would be like, okay, where are the restrooms? There's a CB2 in Soho. Okay, I can go shopping in oh, Soho. Oh, I didn't even know it was this bad, Brian. Yeah. Right. And then so wow. now, you know, after seeing a medical professional and like hearing my girlfriend say this for the hundredth time, that's not normal. <laughs> I, I didn't have, know it was that it's bad. It's not that, normal. Yeah, yeah, that sounds so really like, uncomfortable. I just constantly would have like a stomach ache and would just have to use the restroom all the time. And now, uh-huh. uh, you know, they prescribe me some medicine and I feel great. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, it worked already? Yeah. What I kind mean, of medicine things, is it? Uh, I think it's like this more potent dosage of Imodium, which is an over-the-counter mm. medicine, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to counteract like diet. I don't know. I don't want to go too much okay. into this because it's not like <laughs> the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So listeners, this is going to mark that hopefully this marks the end of an era where I <gasps> constantly talk about poop on the podcast. They're so sad. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize it was that bad, Brian. I'm so sorry. I know. God, it feels so good. It feels so good to record this podcast and not like be full. I can be fully present and not think about how I need to poop. <laughs> wow, I didn't even realize it was every episode, Brian? young me. Well, because you would be like, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee. So I was like, oh, he has to pee really bad. No. Wow, I'm so sorry. Um, but I didn't even realize a funny thing while I was in El Paso was. Uh, I posted this on my Instagram, but you know, I think it's funny to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. I found a a time capsule in my childhood bedroom. Uh huh. Oh, actually, there was a couple embarrassing things. So my mom, you know, while my girlfriend was there, my mom was showing her like photo albums, like, oh, this was Brian when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Basically, like it was the ro- like just to roast me because I was so cringe. But um, I found my senior year yearbook. Can I see it? No, I don't have no. it with me. It's at home. But found my senior year yearbook. Yeah. And we have a page. like So you get to fill in an entire page for yourself. I, was I a had real, that too. Yeah, I was a really, I was an obnoxious high schooler. Really pretentious, really into pitchfork, blah, blah, blah. Oh. For my quote. Oh, God. For my quote, I put, I put a quote from Chuck Palahniuk, who's the author, who wrote Fight Club. And survivor, just I'm a no. real piece of work here. Yeah. And the quote I chose is it was something to the effect of, What's the point of doing anything if no one is watching you? And look at what I do now for a wow. living. Wow. This is wow. So cringe, but also, did I prophesize? Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. I'm like psychoanalyzing you. My values are why do I, why am I so desperate for attention? You know, I've been like, I've been doing this thing. I had to do this happiness exercise oh, for yeah. this. I'll, I'll announce it later. I don't know if it, it's going to go through. So I ha- I just had to do this happiness exercise where every day I think about. Is it from the Yale? Is it from a Yale psychologist? Uh, I think I've done it. No, no, it's for. Well, I'll just say I, I don't care if I don't get it. I, I They asked me to be on NPR's like science of happiness. Oh, cool, cool. So the so part of it is every day I have to do this happiness exercise. Okay. And the one that I'm. I chose is imagine your best self for 15 minutes uh-huh. and wh- what like what who are you right. what's your career where do you live like and it's and like you're not supposed to think about all the things that are in your way like because you know 
instead of being like, well, I can't have this because I don't have enough money, you just like right. imagine that person without any restrictions. Yeah, like what's, yeah. And the thing that keeps coming up over and over, and it's kind of similar to what you just said, is I was like, I'm happy with who I am now, basically. Right. But I want people to see that. Wow. You know what I mean? Like I want to do like, uh, I just like have a bigger audience, like where that means like I want to write something or you know like have the podcast have a larger audience yeah so it's almost like i am i i did a lot of work and i am happy with where i am but like part of this happiness idea that i have in my head is that people see it which yeah. sounds which i just discovered by doing this exercise oh man and i'm like man I'm i don't like, like a fucking weirdo yeah, yeah it made me feel like, like shit i was like <laughs> i'm a loser <laughs> Yeah. You know, like I've talked about this before. Like, ego is natural. Everyone has an ego, and like, yeah. there's no point in like pressing it down. Maybe just be authentic and, and be like, okay, like, experience okay. that feeling. I'm, on, I'm an attention whore. Yeah. What I'm, about it, bitch? I'm, I want to be the main character. I'm a loser. <laughs> Sorry. I like it. And just accept that, you know? Oh, crazy. Well, I, I, I want to yeah, unpack yeah, that yeah. some more, but. No, no, tell me the, what else. Well, so I, I found a more. time capsule <laughs> from fourth grade. Yeah. And my our fourth grade teacher made us write an autobiography. Mm-hmm. And yo, I just want to read some passages from I'm it. I'm so ready. So listeners, I wrote this in fourth grade. And uh, one of the chapters is, says inside, outside me. So you had to be like reflective nice. and write about yourself as a yeah. fourth grader. So I think I was nine or 10. And I wrote, my personality is strange. <laughs> I am super shy when I have not met the person I am not sensitive when it comes to feelings like when a person calls me Chinese boy or something like that. I like sports, especially tennis. <gasps> Yo. It sounds like you read that you wrote that yesterday. <laughs> what does sensitive mean? I, I mean? misspelled sensitive. Oh, I was like, I, oh, I, I am not this made me sad, but it's also fu- I am not sensitive when it comes to feelings like when that a person so calls me Chinese sad. boy or something like that. That is so sad, <laughs> Ryan. Know? oh my god well if i read you know writing something like that that would rip me apart that is so sad because you know you you were being sensitive yeah and then (laughs) and i wrote and another one i wrote from my point of view it doesn't matter what religion you are as long as you believe in the lord i don't think money (laughs) i grew up in texas everyone (laughs) i don't think money can get you anything because money can't get you a new soul. As long as you believe in the Lord, life will open its gates. The Lord? My opinion is that it doesn't matter what gender you are to do things because everyone has rights. I just think it is unfair for women that they never get elected for president. Wow. Yo. Feminist ally, Feminist Brian Park. ally, but also, also evangelical Christian. Also- <laughs> You can believe in any God as long as it's our God, the Lord. Man, the Texas influence is strong and it's How so... How did you even know about God? Because your parents... Every, were... That's what, what everyone in Texas is into. And what's so funny is that my niece, she's seven. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, she grew up in New York and then she moved to Texas recently. I She's super into Jesus now. And oh, I think weird. it's just a phase. Yeah. You know, it's those kids like it's hard for her because she's a new kid and yeah. everyone in her school is like very into Jesus. Christianity and <laughs> I mean I Yikes. was too yeah. as you can see but damn that Texas influence do be strong yeah <laughs> man that's like so interesting I know so funny doesn't matter what religion you are as long as you believe in the Lord young me 
That's so funny. <laughs> and lastly, I wrote, I admire John Travolta for his patience. What? I don't know. For his patience? <laughs> that is so funny. That's so funny. I mean, come on. John Travolta is doobie patient. He does seem patient, <laughs> I guess. That is why he gets hired for roles. That is, is for his patience. Christian shit. Patience <laughs> is a virtue. And you know what? I am still the same person. I have deeply Christian, Christ, I have deep Christian shame. Yeah, you think, and yeah. I do, and I don't be sensitive when people call me Chinese boy or something like that. That's, I just talk about it in the safety of my podcast called Feeling Asian. We really got a window into your brain. I know Aww. some things just never change. <laughs> <laughs> the John Travolta thing is re- I'm like I feel like that's something Mino would say yeah just random just stuff just random like mom mom like do you know Timothy Chalamet's favorite animal is zebra yeah kids <laughs> love that kind of shit <laughs> makes no sense um oh my god i'm like really unpacking all this right i like really my brain is just like overworked right now thinking i'm like analyzing i know you know what's uh, interesting, though? I have to say, if your kids do say something weird, yeah. like if, if you're not religious and they pick up religion or something, I think you don't have to worry about it because when they become adults, they will figure it all out. Like, don't freak out if your kid is like really into Jesus. I think that's a lesson right there. <laughs> that's the lesson. Um, <clears throat> Mino said something so funny, talking about funny things that kids say. What did he say? He was like, the other day he had like a little cold, so we couldn't go to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, he was like, I was like, how do you feel? He's like, I have a fever and I feel like, you know, like, like I'm dead on the inside. But he, (laughs) (laughs) like he heard someone say that like in a funny show, but he didn't understand that we use it as like sarcastically, like being like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I don't feel anything like emotionally. So he thinks that like people use it when they're sick. Oh no. (laughs) So he's like, you know, I'm feeling like, like I'm dead on the inside. Like he was saying it all dramatically. It was so funny. God, New York. See, this is the difference between New York and Texas. Here, here's my niece, who's the same age as Mino, by the way. Oh, right. Telling me about how her favorite class is Christian education. <laughs> she loves. But what's so funny is that my sister and brother-in-law <laughs> tease her about it. So there's like, there's like a bunch of like in Texas, you'll see like statues and carvings of of jesus on the cross yeah. and my sister will be like it's your homeboy who is that and my niece will be like it's jesus <laughs> they tease her about it no but so funny but, you know listeners it's not like they I don't know. accept it like they want yeah, her yeah. to like you know they like the, the idea of that she's like believing in something that's bigger than herself and that's, parsing yeah, it through she wa- it, yeah it, you know it's it's but it is they're like that's your homeboy it's like yeah it's jesus <laughs> that no that's like my like obviously if on honestly i'm very against religion but if if you know like found comfort in it what what can i you know what, right what am that's I exactly do? the same how they feel too. i wouldn't let him like get involved in like the misogynistic aspects of it because it is so misogynistic but like you know i'm like i'm gonna let him do whatever he needs to do you know like it's better to experience and learn things and then come to your own conclusions before like rejecting it entirely yeah but parents like what i've noticed as they're so because even in new york right like people are like oh you're so open-minded liberal people blah 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 but they're like they have their own version where they're like 
all kids like Mino's age love guns. They just love. They just like guns. Like Mino loves gun toys. You yeah, know. Yeah. And whenever he brings a Nerf gun to the playground, like all like mostly boys will like run over to him. And be Nerf like, guns oh. are so fun. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, because it's like contraband, yeah. right? And it's because their parents won't let them play with it. And I'm like. I understand that we all agree that guns in real life are bad. Right. We should have gun control. I don't like guns either. But like you should, if your kid is interested, mm-hmm. let them explore it. And they're not going to grow up to be like an Alabama like hunting person. You know what I mean? Like they're just like going through a phase like, right? Yeah. Like I don't believe in God. But if Mino wanted to ex- explore that when he was seven years old, it's like, that's fine. You know, like relax. <laughs> But if he's still into it when he's nine, then that's a different story. Yeah. If he was into it like as an adult, I'd be like, oh, no. (laughs) I feel like there's a chance he might be. Because it's so opposite of you and Danny. Right. I know. But I'm just scared. Again, I'm just scared about like the patriarchal, misogynistic part of religion. For sure. All religion. Um, But yeah, that's uh, what's going on with you. How are you feeling? Okay. I didn't tell Brian I was going to talk about this because I wanted it to be a surprise. Brian, I feel like I, you know, I love this podcast so much and uh-huh. I've loved doing it since the beginning. Uh-huh. I'm always, so, I've never felt like I don't want to do it, but I feel sort of like flat about it right now. Mm. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, I don't want to do it. Obviously I, I still like, it's not like I dread doing it. Like yeah. sometimes I dread doing stand up right. stuff like that, but I used to be like very excited about doing it. And now I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was like trying to think of why I feel that way. Mm. And I feel like maybe, maybe this is, this is my assessment, you know, like on the podcast, I'm very vulnerable and I like talk openly about all this stuff. Right. Right. And right now I'm writing a lot Mm -hmm. and the writing is also very vulnerable. Right. Mm. So it's like, I'm seeing a lot of stuff that's like uncomfortable. Sometimes I'm like crying, just writing through it, like Mm. trying to like create this like story that I'm writing. Yeah. And, um, it's like, you know, you know this because you obviously do the podcast with me. Mm-hmm. When you're doing that, being vulnerable and like expressing this sort of like creativity, um, it is like exhausting, right? For sure. And straining. And I think because I'm doing that in the writing and oh. then also do, you know, like coming to the podcast, I feel like I'm coming to the podcast kind of like with a wall. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, okay. Where I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm like having to do this sort of work yeah, in this yeah. other part of my life now yeah so i come here and i'm just like i feel sort of um closed off for the first time where i'm like mm. oh i don't want to get too deep into stuff like this because like it's i'm t- emotionally drained right mm. whereas in before i was always just like so down to like whatever somebody let's was talking about go there just, let's talk about it yeah, yeah whenever somebody talks about their trauma i cry <laughs> and so yeah that's like my assessment of it like i'm trying to like uh like reel it in a little bit Mm. does that make sense that makes sense yeah but then it's making me worried i'm like i don't want to put out you know like i think the greatest thing about our podcast is compared to other podcasts that we you know have heard of Mm -hmm. a lot of times people just sort of half-ass it you know because they don't really take it seriously and they get a following or whatever right and i i've seen people doing podcasts like that and i'm just like man this is just such a waste of your listenership like you Mm. have a big following and you're wasting it on these people you know that's Mm. like like it's almost like like i talk about with comedy like if you're not funny or interesting you're just like it's such a 
disrespect to your audience right right and so that's like a concern of mine like i don't want to dial it in because it feels like i'm like doing a disservice to people that listen to this podcast mm. but um it's just something i've recently become like aware of i guess that makes sense though because like since after doing the podcast it changed your perspective on stand-up and then and now it seems like you're doing you're writing more and that in turn is changing your perspective on podcasting but i also think it's uh i don't think it's like per i think it's just temporary just because i'm writing so much right now and right. it's like i'm like spending so much emotional energy on that Does yeah that make sense or creative energy no i'm not like yeah i'm not judging you for it because i certainly have gone through periods where i felt kind of flat and mm. over it i just didn't ever talk about it on this podcast oh really yeah i didn't know that <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah brian <laughs> you felt over it not over it but just <gasps> flat about it and mm. I've, i here's my take on what's going on here is mm -hmm. maybe there's a little bit of recency bias happening where writing is really fresh and new to yeah you. yeah yeah yep. and yeah this podcast we've been doing for two years right well, over two years yeah. every week yeah we wow. haven't missed a single episode yeah and you know it's sometimes there's, there's weeks where we're like really pumped about it there's other weeks where it's kind of like we still have to turn out a product but i don't feel as excited about it and wow brian this is the first time i've been feeling this i was always so into it yeah. Brian's like i've hated it for <laughs> no, <laughs> no no I'm no just, i know i know you're not saying that it's uh <laughs> but it's just like we've taught i think this has been a theme actually in the last two episodes where like fumi talked about it and then pam talked about it from like a career coach angle yeah and that when we first started doing the podcast it was so new and so fresh and fun yeah it was so fun and then mm -hmm. we have this audience now that we're so grateful for and mm -hmm. it's uh the stakes are different and so like to mitigate that because we're good at it now we know how to like do it and somehow i feel worse at it i don't know if that's just me but yeah yeah, yeah yeah but um that's the thing though i think it's just for me it's just the bandwidth is what's uh flattening my perspective on it because mm. when it was just us two and we like started it we could focus all our attention on the episode but mm -hmm. then now i think we're at this point where we need to grow our team to like ensure that we can focus on the good like the creative the and the product yeah yeah because oh like you're I'm saying we're like tired I, for doing I think so much so. work i mean also yeah. you just touched on your writing um taking away like mental bandwidth for the podcast i'm i'm thinking that for me it's like emotional bandwidth but mm. yeah I, I also see it's mental bandwidth but right. it's it's like it's almost like i i always constantly need like a outlet for emotion or something right. you know like whether it's like creative or um just talking up like about my actual life on this podcast yeah but because i am like kind of using that energy and writing something that i'm like it's almost like oh no i gotta be sad again like you know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> uh now that i'm like writing something that's like meant for you know it's like a project that's like doesn't have like immediate uh um like reward like sure. social media or podcast like not immediately published you know yeah it's it feels like so different yeah and weird 
Yeah. But good. Yeah. I think a lot of, there's a lot of uh, factors into at play here. I think for me personally, it's just a bandwidth thing because listeners, we have some exciting things in the works. We have a really big live show. Like our live shows are getting bigger and better. Yeah. And we want to. And we're t- planning a tour. We want to tour this in 2022. Honestly, and that is a big part of it too. It's a lot more work. It's a lot of work, Brian. It's just us two. It's just so much work. Maybe that's also part of it. Well, You're that's right. why I mentioned is uh, I think expand. we need to expand. And if, you, if, if if any of you have any, uh, actually, no. Do we like being independent? Do we like being DIY? Well, I mean, we've been looking at production companies, but it's just hard because we're in that weird spot where we don't really need help in the ways that they can help us. We already right. have a listenership. We already have like all these assets that they're like being like, we can do this for you. I'm like, we don't need that. Yeah. But then what we do need is almost like too expensive for a production company. And right. you know, we'll see. Yeah. We, we'll we see. So listeners fret not. We have uh, exciting things in the works. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> you wanna, also, you want to hear something really interesting? What's up? I literally do not get nervous whatsoever when doing stand-up now. And I don't know if, is that bad? Because I remember like somebody was like, oh, if you don't feel butterflies, that means that you're done. And you don't you care. Should. Yeah. You I mean, nervous? but I, ha- I have fun and I like it, but right. I don't feel nervous at all, at whatsoever. And then I have a lot of fun and then, you know, people laugh, sometimes they don't. And yeah. then it doesn't really bother me. And I don't know what what happened. Like yesterday, I did a comedy show, um, and there was like big comedians on it. Like Harry Condabalu was on it. Okay. Um, is it Harry or Harry? Harry. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Harry. Sorry. <laughs> um, like he was on it, and yeah. um, there's like Carmen Legata was on it. Like just yeah. big stand-up comedians, you know, that yeah. I respect. And I was just like, but like I did not feel scared or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's good. It feels a lot more fun. That's just, isn't that just what mastery is, though? Is you get exposed to it enough times where maybe it becomes a comfort. And like you not being nervous is what translates to onstage confidence. Because I just like get up and I have like fun. I'm just laughing. Right. And I'm just like screaming at people. I still think stand-up is one of the stupidest fucking things. See, I, maybe I lost my respect for it, and that's why I'm having fun. <laughs> and then, like, the like, and then right before yesterday, I did another show a few days ago, right. and it was at The Stand, and it was, like, a really big show. Mm-hmm. And before I went up, the comedian that went up before me was so nervous, and he was, like, shaking, and I was like, what? Like, why? Oh, I, like, I remember that. Like, I remember feeling that way. Mm. And I was just like, oh, I, like, I just noted it. Like, I do not feel like that anymore. Dang, I mean, what's going on? You're saying you don't feel nervous about the podcast and no butterflies with the podcast, no butterflies with the stand-up. Maybe I just, I'm becoming a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Can you develop sociopathy at 36? Because I think that I am. Maybe I'm like growing in my mind and I'm seeing things bigger picture mm. and they're bigger dreams that i want to reach and those are like those things make me nervous but like yeah you know what i mean well you mentioned that you're i have a fear of success i know i'm trying to work through that i feel like after seeing that on the podcast Mm. i after literally after that day i started writing every day really yeah i feel like just naming it helped me a lot oh yeah is that interesting Damn. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to sabotage myself like that, you know? So you just had to say it one time and it's it's done. Yeah, I have this thing. I feel like this works a lot if you're listening and you have an issue. 
and you and you're aware of this issue mm. saying it out loud is really powerful yeah like just say it out loud to some to even to yourself or somebody yeah. just say one per look or if you have a dream like last week's episode we talked about people having dreams and wanting to you know achieve them yeah if you have something that you really want to do just say it out loud to one person and like that i think something about that really helps so true it's like a it's something that i'm working on even especially in the context of my relationship where well my girlfriend can sense when i'm feeling anxious about something or if i'm annoyed about something Mm. and i'll always just stomach it and try to move past it and she'll ask me like is everything what's up is everything okay i'm like i'm fine i'm fine and then it was until like 20 minutes later where she has to pull it out of me where I'm like, I'm annoyed mm. or like, I'm anxious about this. I didn't want to say it because I thought it was going to like upset you or bother you. But that's always yeah. like, I don't know why it takes me so long to get to that conclusion. And then it's how do you feel ironic. after saying it? Oh, so much better. Right. <laughs> I've noticed that about you actually. And I feel Fuck. like, I feel like my girlfriend's really, you're like, my girlfriend's really good at like seeing when I'm feeling something like, yeah, Brian, you're kind of obvious. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're sitting there like, <laughs> I'm like, Brian, is something wrong? You're like, I'm fine. <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, you're like, I'm mad. And I'm like, yeah, I, yep, we can tell the whole, all of Brooklyn. Damn. Maybe that's why I'm not a good actor. It's like the casting director's can tell this guy does not want this fucking role whatsoever <laughs> you're like yep this is great that's yep. me like when i'm doing stand-up. hey it's me i'm 18 years old I'm and i'm the brother of the main character <laughs> it's like nice to talk to you about stuff though right what it's nice to talk to you about stuff <laughs> this- what just like as normal like as a normal person i know i'm I'm just saying i like these episodes because i feel like this is like you know how we feel you know we never get to talk about that yeah you know yeah i have been uh i know that's that's like the pull of it all is the i i was like i was talking about this with my girlfriend where like as we're flying to New York, when you come from a smaller town mm-hmm. like El Paso, mm-hmm. the, the the comfort of small town ta- small town life mm-hmm. of just being content and happy and having that sense of community, mm-hmm. I rejected that entirely. But as I get older, it becomes I'm like a moth to a flame. It gets stronger. That that seems nice to you more more so than it what did in the early in my early 20s i totally get now why mm. people leave new york for their hometowns to be closer to family or yeah choose that i don't know what's like keeping me here you know <laughs> but it's, you, it's just yeah. blind ambition and desire and delusion is that what just keeps people running here in new york because objectively speaking living delusion, in a living yeah. in a small confined space isn't it's not tight it's not cool forever at least for in my for my value system i have that i have those thoughts and then i have to like 
calculate my son into it makes me feel bad i'm like damn this is a shitty child because people are always like wow he has to grow up in new york city that's great i'm like no it's not i live on a five floor walk up and his room is the size of someone's like pantry in el paso you know what i mean i'm like no but it's like it is a different life but for sure for sure that's uh yeah i have i've not reached any conclusions about any of it i'm all i'm saying is that uh my my perspective has broadened for sure i feel so bad because i used to yeah. deride and be really condescending and like mm. pretentious about i'm like why would you yeah. like why would you fucking live in like this place like flicked you with your like small dreams and blah 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 yeah yeah. i'm doing it living it up in new york and pursuing my dreams and yeah well my <laughs> yeah you know mino said the saddest thing the other day he was like we were walking on the sidewalk and you know how they have like these little trees that are like planted on the street sometimes yeah and he was like playing on the tree and i was like okay Mino, come on let's go and he's like you know how i love nature like that's nature to him like little oh fucking tree <laughs> planted in the- like that's oh nature <laughs> he's never been to the woods oh <laughs> he's been to the woods he's been to the woods God. i was like that's so sad oh but let me just say one thing about the suburban thing though brian because i feel like you we've talked about this already i yeah. feel like um i think it's a grass is always greener thing because mm. i know so many people yeah that live in the suburbs that are like so miserable you know and they are sad that they never tried to do something and yeah. they want to do you know like so who so you know it's the grass is always greener. I never see it like that because I'm like I wanted to do this and I'm doing it. So there, right? But I've already lived the life where I'm like I wasn't doing it. You know? Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I these are all good changes. I think I'm just uh, currently in the midst of all of this. I'm just processing what it is that I'm doing currently. And then how does it fit all into... The big plan. Like the big plan and the framework of what I perceive to be as a good human in society. Yeah. And like, am I operating towards that goal? It's just a part of growing up, you know? Yeah. That's as, I was, a, as I was like flying over here, I'm like, I, I picked up this. <laughs> I, I picked up The Economist at, the, at a travel kiosk. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole issue dedicated to like predictions for 2022. And I was reading it and telling my girlfriend, I'm like, okay, I understand that America is currently going through like an inflation problem Mm -hmm. and like central bank interest rates are like used to mitigate that. But then that can have negative ramifications. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't understand any of this yet. I know how the TikTok algorithm (laughs) works now. Great. I need to, I need to, I want, I, but that's the thing is like, I want to, I realize the value of it and I want to inched more towards that right you know? but then uh, now i'm like okay i do this line of work in entertainment where it can be very narrow and myopic and i mean even someone left this comment on one of our episodes where i was like really upset about uh something so uh esoteric like clothing brands mm-hmm. or something mm. but they were like I thought Brian was going to talk about the rise in populism and the global climate crisis. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, it yeah. is a privilege to be upset. You know I understand what? it's a privilege to be upset about It's a privilege sweatshirts. to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I have stupid people privilege. Um, yeah. I was so lost when you were talking about the economist. I'm sorry, Brian. I was like, I blanked <laughs> out there. I was like, what? I'm back now. But I was like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's just the that's just the check in of where I'm at. You know, it's I think that's also contributes to the the flattening 
effect of like my feelings towards the podcast or towards any other creative endeavor or pursuit. Where what what is contributing to that? Just like understanding how like the big picture scale mm, of things, yeah. you know. Right. But at the end of the day, uh, your like, life. I can accept that this is work. Yeah. And it's work that I'm very happy to do, but it doesn't have to be like everything, all everything and all consuming. You know what? You should do the happiness exercise that I was doing because (laughs) all you do for 15 minutes, you like imagine your best possible self. Uh And I learned so many interesting things about myself because like part of it, it said like, like, where do you want to live? Like, you know, if money is no object. Well, I thought you were going to talk about that on this episode is what are things that you were surprised to learn about yourself? Okay, well, let me tell you really quick at the very end. This is what I learned. Um, I learned that I don't care about uh, money mm. or a nice house. Really? Because okay. I was like, I kept trying to visualize like, okay, where do I see myself? Do I have a nice house? Yeah. And I was like, well, what if I have a nice house? What if I have a fucking mansion? Am right. I going to, is that, am I comfortable there? And mm. I was like, l- like envisioning myself living there. And I was like, I'm not comfortable living in a fucking mansion. Mm. That's uncomfortable. I don't okay. want a mansion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, even if I could afford it, like, I don't see myself there. That wouldn't make me happy. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, would I be happy in a, like a really nice apartment in New York? Yes. Right. Right. But then I was like, I don't want like uh, to live in like a luxury building with like a doorman. That's embarrassing. I don't want that makes me uncomfortable. I used to live in a building like that when I was married. I hated it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like you really see all these like things like. Right like how you want to live and um it's different than what you would assume you know it's so different from how where i'm at now where you want i used to not care about money yeah then that now it's all i can think about Mm. in this current at this current moment is like i want money how do i get money what's the economy of scale of things that i'm doing right now how do i monetize my skill set I want money. I want because, money to be comfortable, but I don't want to be rich. It's we. It's a weird realization that I have. And it's not a matter of living in a McMansion. It's mm. just it. I'm like I. That's what my parents drilled into me, and I'm realizing that they're right. Money equates to freedom, and it gives you options. And mm. money is space. Is it gives you space? That's like such an <sighs> asset. I've realized Especially that I just do not want to be rich. Like mm. it's weird. It's, I know it's weird to say. Like that's I want to be. That's not that different from. That's I want to be. Com- to, I want to yeah. never worry about food. Yeah. Or me you know school right. or clothes, or um, if I want to go on vacation or whatever. Right. But I don't want to be the level of rich where I'm like I have to be in that class if that makes sense i don't want to like be the level of the joneses and like yeah act a certain way like i don't want to be rich, rich where yeah i don't want to be rich where all my friends have to fucking flex and i have to i have to get on i have to get a private plane to like fit in with these people like i don't want to be that i just want to be like rich i have enough money where i'm just comfortable yeah and like if i want something i can buy it that's like like a coat do you know what i mean feeling asian feeling asian I, we want to be rich we want to be not ri- that but not that rich. rich not that rich <laughs> anyways listeners we have some exciting episodes lined up for you for the month of december but yeah. in the meantime we hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving holiday and thank you for listening to the podcast thank you for your support follow brian at it's brian park on everything and follow young me on instagram at ym mayor and tiktok at young me mayor and follow our podcast at feeling asian podcast everywhere okay and yeah that's it <laughs> Bye. bye